Hello, everybody. What is up? What is up, guys? Hi, Erica. Hello, Natalie. Um, Hi, Sam. Okay, so we were just talking a little bit off uh, off the off the record, and Natalie was like, "Let's just start recording because we're gonna get too ahead of ourselves." Um, but we kind of we kind of want to make this a little bit of a reflective type episode because this is our last episode for 2021, um, and we're gonna close out the year. Um, so we're gonna do a little bit of that, and there's also like a few things that I want to talk about that I've experienced over the past couple weeks um that have come up for me which I think is crazy um and just shows like I guess the growth I've undergone just since starting pause itself like I knew like before pause I had grown a lot but now within pause too I'm like bro I'm like on a fast track to just (laughs) completely just to give people a little bit of context if you haven't like listened to other um episodes um pause is a it's a breath work um six month it's a six program month that Eric program. is doing mm-hmm. that teaches me how to be a breathwork facilitator. And if you don't know what breathwork is, it's essentially just uh, a healing modality. Um, so another way of being able to heal um, someone's trauma, uh, limiting beliefs and like anything that holds you down, um, that, that sort of thing, it can help heal like anything, I guess, that has to do with that sort of thing. Emotion is like emotional awareness, like healing your emotional body, getting more in tune with your intuition and your inner self. And um, yeah, it's just like a natural way of doing it. It's literally all just through the breath and it's super powerful. Um, So yeah, I, uh, I learned a couple of weeks ago, we, we uh, went over the science of breath work and she explained that it was a neuroscientist explaining everything. And she was saying that the reason it's so powerful is because it changes you on a cellular level. Like it changes the cells that make up your entire body. So that's why it's able to provide such powerful and lasting change within a person. Um, So I thought that was like so interesting. Um, But yeah, there's just a little synopsis if you've never heard of it. That's what I'm learning. Um, So I'm really excited. I feel like I'm like so aligned with myself and I see seven, seven, seven everywhere. Like everywhere. Yeah, that's the number that I started seeing it was at the beginning of last year that it was remember that I, when I went to Mexico, it was, I would yeah, see yeah. it everywhere. Yeah. And you like, would tell me and a little bit. Scary. And I would be, and I remember telling you like, Oh, I don't, I, I don't really see that one ever. And then this year when I started, I think I started seeing it more like when I was doing what are you, like, like a program. Yeah. The I think more you more awaken, so- the more you see it. Yeah. So then and then now I just see it like I swear to like every single day, like, and I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> like I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely I feel. I'm like- curious to know if you find resistance when you do like any of the breath work um, that you guys do. Mm, sometimes, yeah, it's not as much. Yeah. Like now that I've done it so much, I I really like it. Like it's it's like a a new habit, I guess, in a way um but like even though like let's say so like I I want to start the practice of doing at least a little bit every single day um in the morning and just kind of change up my morning routine a bit but you know I haven't yet so like there's I guess that resistance to starting new habits and then I do remember like if I'm like one time I was feeling like really down and just like emotionally like it was just not it was just not having it and I did have resistance to showing up to one of the calls. But when I showed up and I like we did, you know, everything, I felt a thousand times better after. And I was able to release whatever I was holding on to. Um, so I don't experience as much resistance anymore. But sometimes there is still some like I think the last time I did a meditative session, which is uh, an hour long one, I did experience some resistance. Because when I, I act because when I. I do like long breath works. I have so much resistance. Mm-hmm. Like the longest one I've done, it would be, I think it was 40 something minutes with Stevie. <laughs> and it was insane. The resistance that my body was having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of ups and downs. I was like, is this normal? But she always says that everything that's happening is exactly how it should be happening. So after that, I'm just like, okay, yeah, that is what it is. But yeah. If you're a listener and you've never done breath work or you want to try it and you find yourself having some resistance, it's okay. And just know that it's, it's normal. <laughs> yeah. 
and it, it's best to start out with the shorter ones yeah so what yeah. did you learn the past two weeks that you found crazy um it wasn't what I learned necessarily um but how what I was noticing about myself and just like the dynamics in my family um so the first so this is a six months six month course. So I believe it's the first three months. It's just focusing on us. Like we're learning this stuff, but it's also focusing on, on our own natural process, which is, that's what Sam calls it. And it's like our own inner transformation and transforming ourselves first before we actually start facilitating for other people. Um, because she always says, which I do agree with this. Starts with you. Yeah. She, she always says you can only take someone as far as you have gone yourself. Mm-hmm. So Um, that's why I feel like I've said, like, I'm like on a fast track to just like just so much growth because it's, that's what the focus is right now. Ever since November 1st, you know, we started. Um, and so we went over trauma, I think two weeks ago, I haven't, I'm not caught up with the modules, um, which they also have said, like, you know, you don't have to like do it like to the dot of what they have set up for us because it's not a linear like progression, even though they have it set up that way. Um, and they want us to take our time with it because the main focus for them is that we embody the work and not only like learn it through the structural mind and have to do, do, do to take it in, but they want us to embody what we're learning and act, be like the embodied version of this coach who understands all of these things. So I don't feel as like pressure to like be on top of everything and with the quote unquote deadlines. Um, so the last thing I went over was trauma. It was the trauma informed breath work. And it was really interesting. I haven't finished um, the first video on it, but what I did get from it was that um, the way trauma affects everybody is different. And that even if someone undergoes let's say two people undergo the same experience, it is traumatic for the both of them. The way that they experience that trauma or the way that they respond to it is going to be different because everybody just responds differently to it. And that the best thing you can tell someone when they have gone through something like that is to validate them and to let them know it's not their fault and that, you know, it's going to be okay. And so I learned that it also, how the impacts of trauma depends on when it happens in someone's life. So if it's a child, let's say, where their brain isn't fully developed, it can be more negatively impactful on them than on, let's say, an adult experiencing trauma. Um, and so, and it's even worse if the perpetrator of the trauma, so the person causing the traumatic event or experience to the person if that person is like a trusted person in the person's life. So if it's like a caregiver, a coach, like someone they know and they trust, and that person does something to them that traumatizes them, that can be, that's, it's even like worse. The impacts can be worse on that person. Um, yeah. Cause you're going to be that you're going to have the constant reminder of, of the person. It's like, I don't, have you heard, have you read the book or heard of it? Um, the body keeps the score. You told me about it, but I haven't read it. I do want to. So read it's it. very similar to what you're saying. Very, yeah. very similar. Everything's yeah. so connected. Mm-hmm. And so, um, because of that, it, it also like I think I believe she went over that. It'll it'll impact their relationships a lot too because, I mean, that's their care like their caregiver is like you know the first relationship I guess that they really get introduced to, and if there's like you know those dynamics in that it would make them have a lack of trust in other people mm-hmm. and themselves. Yeah. So, um, there was, we went over, she went, or we went over that and, um, every week we go over a quality, um, and, uh, a quality that they want the pause breath work facilitators to embody. So the last two we went over was sovereign, um, mm-hmm. and then protected, like knowing that we are protected and that sort of thing and that we're creating a protected space for the people that we are facilitating um but um the things that came up for me which I thought was so interesting because I I am going through like I said that natural process and um the first thing was last week um I was I got really triggered by 
my family, which I was so mad that it even happened. I was like explaining what I was learning. And then they somehow turn it back on me. And then they like start saying that like, um, oh, it's the court. Like, because it was basically like getting on to me because I guess I had snapped at my little sister the night before. And okay, I didn't realize it because I also learned within the course Sometimes like you don't realize you're doing something or are reacting in a negative manner because your your thinking mind shuts off and you're in that survival state. And so you're not thinking and you're just like reacting to something. So that's why sometimes, you know, someone might react like like really badly, let's say, and you're someone can be watching and like what's happening, but it's because they are not consciously able to think in that moment. Um so, or if they are, they think that it's in their right to react that way because it's a, a reaction coming cause and reaction. Mm-hmm. It's how so it's like you kind of like you validate your own reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't realize I'd done that because she hadn't told me. And so like um, also that week, I think it had come up before too. Because I mean, I know like, I mean, it's gotten better, but I've always dealt with a lot of anger, like just in general. Um, And I can feel it's gotten a lot better. And I, you know, I'm not as reactive, but I mean, of course I'm not perfect. So still there are some times where I might snap and I, I swear I try to hold back and I'm not be as mean if, if I am, but you know, sometimes it's just like, you get so irritated that like, you're going to have a different tone. And so you also have fire sign, so I'm sure yeah. that fire. Comes back. <laughs> so, so like a different time before, like I had gotten annoyed um, because of my I didn't know my sister was staying after school for tutoring. My mom told me to be there at a certain time. I ended up waiting outside the school for like 40 minutes, and like I had to. There was something else I had to do, and I if I would have known that I could have gone and done that in the meantime, I would have. But I didn't know because my little sister would just say, "Oh, I'll be out at this time," which is only like 15 minutes. And then she, that time came, oh, another 15 minutes. And so at one point I was like, okay, I really have to go because we have somewhere to be at this certain time. And then she gets in the car and she basically blames me. She was like, she was like, oh, like the teacher was about to get to like this unit. And like, it was the one I needed the most help with, but I had to leave. And so like, I was like, why didn't you just tell me that? I was like, I could have left and came back for you. And we were like leaving. I was like, do you want me to turn around? I was like, I will take you back. And I was just irritated because I was already, I, I was hungry. So I was already like getting hangry. And then I had been waiting there for like 40 minutes. So I was already annoyed by that. And then she comes and tells me that. So then by that point, I was just so like, oh my gosh. And I just, I didn't yell at her. And I, cause I remember I, I, I was like, okay, like hold, hold yourself back. There's no need to like outburst, but I did have a different tone. I, I, you could tell I was annoyed. You were you able to catch yourself in the moment? Yeah, like, like I knew, I knew what I was doing. Like I wasn't like fully reacting, but I, I was, I was annoyed. So I was like, and so then later, like I think she told my mom, and like my brother was there. My brother was like, "You really need to work on that. Like you really need to work on how you are, or something like that." And so like it was him telling me that that a few days earlier, and then they bring it up again when I'm just talking about, I literally was only talking about what I'm learning in the course. I was just talking about trauma and like emotional reactiveness and stuff like that. And then like, apparently I had snapped at my sister that night, which I didn't realize until after I was like, yeah, I don't understand. It was just over a charger. I was like, why did I react like that? Like it just, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, and, but I just didn't realize I had done that. And then my mom turns it around on me and she's like, she's like I think it's just that course you know it's just like triggering or like something like that and I was like what I know that triggered you even more I was so angry when she said that saying that the course was the problem and that it was causing me to be more like reactive or something she's like I'm she's like I mean because you did tell me that like you know you have to go through your own thing first and like she's like so I understand that she's and then she was like so when is this course over and I was like I was like, not till next year. I was like, the course is not the problem. And even my little sister, like, it's, it, was, you know. it was something that was coming up with my little sister. And even my little sister was defending me and the course. She was like, she was like, no, mom. She was like, I don't think, you know, she's like, the course is what's helping her. She was like, she's just explaining what she's learning. But I don't think, like, my little sister was like trying to tell my mom different, which I think it was interesting because it was a whole thing of how I snapped at her. 
that my mom was like saying this. So I was even more triggered. And then like, I started crying and I was like, I just felt attacked Mm -hmm. and like at a certain point. And then, um, I was like, I mean, at the same time I knew I was like, you know what? Like she has her own views. Like, it doesn't mean that it's true or that. And then I knew like when she said that, I was like, I knew like, I even told myself internally, I was like, well, that's not right. And I was like, that's definitely not the thing. <laughs> um, and then but it just made me mad because I was like, I feel like I'm constantly told, like, this is what's wrong with you. Or like, this is what you need to fix, change, blah, blah, blah. And it's never like, I realized that because what came out, like, as I was like talking to them was like, y'all never, I was like, I was telling her, I was like, I feel like I've changed so much this year. And as some of my ego came out because I was like, I was like, I'm the one. I put all this work. I'm the only one. Literally, yes. I was like, I'm the only person in this whole entire house who has done the most work on themselves within like the last two years, at least. I was like, and then, but all I get from y'all is, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. You know, you need to do better, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and I was like, and sometimes I feel like, do have it really not changed that much? I was like, because I feel that I have inside. I can tell I've changed. And I was like, I know sometimes I do still get a little angry. I was like, but it's because I'm not perfect. I was like, but I've gotten better. And I was like, because I can feel the difference within myself. But I don't know if y'all can tell that sometimes because nobody ever tells me. And then that's what came out. And I realized later, like I came to my room after and like I was starting to journal. And then um, I I was like crying even more. Like it was like a lot. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like it was so interesting because I've gotten to that point where I can like separate myself from that from Mm -hmm. that like emotion and just notice what's happening and not identify so much with it. And but I you still like, feel it. Yeah. yeah. You, you feel it. And you know, it doesn't feel good, but you realize you're not the emotion itself and you can be separate from it. You're not the stories that your ego comes up with. And that's what I noticed was happening. Mm-hmm. My ego was like, Oh my gosh. Like I'm I was going to ask you if like, if you have you, I was literally waiting for you to, to finish to ask you, have you changed your hologram when it comes to them? That's what I was, that's what I was noticing. I, Cause I keep noticing like, why does this keep coming up? And like, you're I, waiting, I need- like, are you waiting yeah. for them to validate your, your growth? I guess like, that's what, that's what I was wondering. That's what like came up. And I was like, why do I, I was like, why do I want that? Like, cause I, I feel like I had thought I had gone to that point where it's like, I don't really care for other people's validation. Like I validate myself and my own growth is for myself. And as long as I know that I've changed and all that, that's all that matters. But, but you're still human and you still have an ego. Yeah, you, that ego you know, still we all still have that, you know, and I think it's more so because it's coming from the family and it was more mm-hmm. so from my parents. Like, and so I, I sat with myself and I started, and I was just like thinking about it. And then I got kind of mad at myself for like the ego part that came out. And I was like, why did I even say that? I was like, Isn't I was that like, like a psycho that you get. Yes, mad at I was so annoyed. I was mad, mad at myself because that, I said that. And I was like, it's like, I was like, I was basically putting myself on a pedestal trying to make myself feel better. And I was like, mm-hmm. but obviously I'm not perfect. And I understand I had done wrong, but you know, it was still so triggering that I was just like, I just, oh my gosh. And then um, I, I sat with myself. I was like, okay, like what's coming? Like, what is this? And I realized, I, I realized what that trigger was trying to teach me. And it was that, you know, like the more I do this work and the more I like focus on how much, how important it is to feel love and to feel loved and be loved. And I was like, and I realized I had a need. And that's another thing that they like have us focus on in the course is like being able to express your needs so that you can be met, you know, because I feel like just in general in this society, we don't feel like we can ask for our needs. And so we never, we never ask, we can never be met. And mm-hmm. so, you know, then that also causes a lack or of Or we think that other people blood. are not going to meet us when we, where we want them to meet us. <clears> and it's because we're not, and I see that a lot with like my clients. And I think that's also a reflection of myself, um, how, and I see that in you too, like we're very independent and we try to do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. because we are afraid oh, I can talk about myself because I'm afraid that either someone is not going to do it the way that I want them to or I'm asking for too much or yeah. because I'm going to seem needy or like exactly. anything yeah so I'd rather just do it myself or just compensate for things yeah definitely and so I noticed that and I was like okay what's the need that's coming up I was like why am I feeling this way because because it's the eagle story essentially that came up was that I'm not enough. 
was like the mm-hmm. I think the main thing because like you're getting told like oh this or is what you're doing is not wrong enough. yeah and what you're not what you're doing isn't good enough you got to do better and mm-hmm. so I realized I was like oh I was like I think I just I guess I sat with like my inner child because I just I asked myself I was like okay what do I need like why is this coming up right now and I what came up was like I just need to be told like I guess need more of that like validation, just it, more so from my parents. I think my mom and I was gonna say one of your love languages, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, is words of affirmation. And that's what that's what came up. And I was like, I need more words of affirmation from my family in my life. I don't get that enough. And I think that's why sometimes I feel that way. God, I really hope I don't cry right now. Um, and so when I cry, cry. <laughs> <laughs> and so I realized that, and I was like, wow. And so later and like I, I like even my mom cried in that moment and I think like I noticed like the like, what came up for my mom too like it's so like I'm telling you now that I've like learned you, so you, much you you saw it from the witness yes and I could see her like how it was her own ego and her own inner fears that were coming up in that moment and that because I know like you know why because she will never dare to do the things that you're doing no it's like yeah I guess that but it was more so it's like what's happening in her family like all of her family with her siblings they are not on good terms and like mm-hmm. that family just has so many issues now she only she's only close to like two of her siblings and there's they're a family of nine like nine kids <laughs> yeah so it's and that's what i noticed came up because she brought that up mm-hmm. and because she's always told us she's like i don't want y'all to like be like me and my family and my siblings i want y'all to always be close and when you're older you know always like love each other and like all that and so I, that's the fear that came up for her, I think, which is why she was like getting on to me for being mean to my sister, because she doesn't uh, want us to be like that with each other. And so I noticed that came up. And so I had to tell her, I was like, I was like, we're not going to be like that. And I was like, we're not going to be like your family. And I was like, I mean, and she was like, well, I don't know that. And like, she started crying. And like, so I knew like, that's what it was for her. And I was like, oh, I was like, I mean, that makes sense. But I feel like, <clears throat> I mean, me doing this, I swear I know like I'm the I'm the start of this change because I feel like all of them will change because I'm changing and they are changing. Mm-hmm. And so and I did notice that because later I came to my room and then I went back downstairs because that was the day of my god brother's birthday and all he wanted for Christmas and his birthday. He anytime someone asks what do you want for Christmas or your birthday? A puppy. I just want a puppy. A Rottweiler puppy. And so, and then I told my dad, I told him, I was like, just tell my dad. Cause literally like my mom said she wanted a dog two weeks later. We had him because my dad got him. Like he found him that easy. I don't know. My dad has magic powers when he gets on Craigslist. I don't know. Um, so he had told me that morning, I think the night before that he had found one and he was like, I'm going to see if like I can get it. And so the next morning, that morning before everything happened, I was like, Oh, did you like did you, the guy get back to you? And he was like, oh, no, not yet. And so he leaves. And so like right after that whole like little thing happens, I was in my room. I was only in here for like maybe two, three minutes. And my dad walks in and I hear everybody be like, oh, my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, he got the dog. He got the puppy because that's why they'd be acting like that. And so like they start calling me downstairs and I'm like in the middle of still like sobbing. And I was like, crap. I was like, great. And so I was like, you know, it's fine. I'll just go downstairs. And now my face was still red. And I get there and my dad was like, what's wrong? Like, what's happening? And I just started sobbing like even more. And like he hugs me and he's like, what's wrong? Are you good? So like, that's another thing I've noticed. My dad has become so much more like compassionate and open. open. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he never used to be like that. And anytime he notices if I'm like, I guess he'll notice my facial expression. He's he'll ask, like, are you okay? And like most of the time, like I might just be tired. Or like I know like one time I wasn't okay, but I didn't want to tell him. And then I was just like, I'm just tired. And he just like, okay. But I noticed that a, a few days later, and I was like, he asks me that like all the time now. I was like, that's kind of mm-hmm. it's weird. He's never been like that before. Because now he's noticing. Yeah. And so, and then like I because I noticed that that was like the words of affirmation thing was what I was needing later after my dad left and everything and we had all calmed down like and then even my mom right there in that moment was telling me like that she was sorry and like she didn't mean to like um you know come off like that or like tell me those things and um and all that and so like later then I went back to her and I told her I was like um I thought about like everything and I was like you know because she told me she was like dude because when we were like having the discussion 
And she was like, do I just need to not tell you anything? Like, can we not tell you what, you know, when you, we think that something you're doing isn't right or something like that? Like, because then you just- She asked you? Like, that's what she was telling me when we were still, like, in the moment of the trigger. <clears throat> and so I thought about it. I was like, it's not that I don't want them to tell me, like, oh, like, you know, this is something that came off this way. Or, like, that I'm hurting my little sister in some way. So I told her, I was like, I don't want to not know those things. I was like, but I think just as much as you tell me, like, what it is that I need to, let's say, do better mm-hmm. at, I need you to tell me what is You're doing what right. I'm doing right. Like, what mm-hmm. what is good about me. I was like, because, like I said, like, you're the only person I told her is like my friend that does the podcast with me is the only person that has told me that they see a change in me. But outside of that, nobody else has. And so like, really? oh, yeah, and no. And that, yo, I got goosebumps because I see that shit. Like, I feel it. Like, I, yeah. I and so it. like, I don't know, it's so weird. I'm probably going to cry, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, no one else has told me that. And I guess like, I just needed that. Like, I need that affirmation because I mean, I can feel that, but I guess, I don't know, it's like a need. I need someone to be like, oh, like, I see this in you and that. That makes me happy because I was like, I mean, I feel like I'm a lot happier now and I'm not as angry all the time. I was like, but no one, like, y'all have never told me that. I was like, so I wonder, like, do you not see that change or have I not changed as much as I think I have? Because no one, like, tells me. And she was like, she's like no you have changed like I have noticed that she's like but I just uh, she's like I don't know I I didn't know you needed me to tell you that so she was like um I will work she's like I'll work on that and I had told her that about my little sister so my little sister had told me like the last month before that that she just felt like she was so under pressure by them by my mom and it was like how she was she never felt like she did enough and now you know she had all like a's or b's in school and she had like one that was like low and all my mom did was get mad at her about that one low grade she did not like notice the good part about all the other grades so like I had to tell my mom one time I told her one one of the mornings we were walking and I told her it's like Vanessa like needs more validation she needs just as much as you tell her like oh like you know you know yeah you need to work on that one grade you also need to tell her that she's doing a good job on the other things. Cause if all you ever tell her of what's wrong, she's never going to think she's doing enough. And she's always mm-hmm. going to not, you know, not feel good about herself. And so like, I told her for that for my little sister. And then I didn't realize that the same thing was coming up for me. I mean, we're all siblings. So we all experience the same stuff. And we've even talked before too. Like remember a couple of years ago, I talked with my siblings and how we all felt that same way. We all had that feeling of not feeling enough because no matter what we did I felt like they always wanted more like were your parents sorry to interrupt were they born here or they migrated here no they immigrated my dad's I'm from no- Salvador my master I've noticed that with parents that um immigrate or migrate I don't even know how to say that but um um <laughs> they because they they were brought up and they had to abruptly change their whole life to quote-unquote give their kids a better life and I see this with so many like cultures and people um and us minorities that they put a lot of pressure on us the kids that are born here the kids that speak English or that have quote-unquote more opportunities Mm -hmm. and we end up not feeling good enough ever because nothing is enough yeah and we never understand why and and I admire (laughs) you so much from like doing the work because you will never even realize any of this if yeah, you didn't do the work. You would go your own life not asking yourself, "Hi, how come I cannot get anything done?" or or nothing, nothing that I do, uh, it's it's good or whatever. Like you would never feel like, "Where the hell is this coming from?" Yeah, no, I know, and like that's why. But I noticed that, and then you know, I. I had the courage to ask for that need. Like I feel like in the past, I would have never done that um because and this was know, last week yeah you have, have you changed, seen any change after that um not yet um I mean no one's really gotten on to me about anything like no one's like told me anything like oh like the, you, you know like that those kind of comments um but I guess like the validation point like not maybe just a little bit 
like I, I noticed like my mom is a lot more conscious of what she says um mm-hmm. and so like like yesterday she was really stressed because we were gonna ha- have a Christmas get together with some family friends and I knew she was stressed because the house was like needed to be cleaned and all that and I guess she felt like she had to do it all by herself and so she was crying and like I was trying to calm her down and I was like just take a few breaths I was like like calm down because she was like she was having like a full-on breakdown and she she was like she like stop she's like I don't have time for your stupid shit right now or like that stupid stuff or like which was when I was telling her to breathe and mm-hmm. I and like I knew like I didn't take it personally because I was like I knew like she was just like going through her own worked up right there yeah so I was like you know I know like I didn't take it to heart because I was like I know that's just like you going through something right now it's your ego like and even later like I didn't say anything but later I was helping her clean one of the rooms and she was like she was like I'm sorry that I said that earlier she was like you know I I was just I don't know I didn't realize what I was saying. And I just want to tell you, I'm sorry. I know that you're doing that to help us and all that stuff. And I told her, I was like, oh, I know. I was like, it's okay. I know you were just going through something. I, you know, didn't really think anything of it. But I guess because we had talked about that kind of stuff before, she was realized that she had done that and she wanted to make sure I didn't take it to heart. So like, I did notice that. Um, But yeah, but I, I was more so proud of myself after, I guess, I did that, that I had asked for that need because they put so much focus on that in the course. And then, so I even, like, went in there. I'm proud of it. That requires a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, and, like, I was, I was like, wow, like, I really am, like, you know, changing. And, like, I, <clears throat> I feel like I'm so more focused on making sure I feel loved that at this point, like, I don't care. And if someone doesn't want to meet me where I want them to, or what, by what I require, then it's just like, then, you know, you don't deserve to be in my life. Like I, I saw this um, post on Instagram the other day and I put it, I reposted it to my story and it was like, it was like the intentions of me for 2022. And it was like, it was like, love me well, or, leave me alone. And I was like, I felt that so deeply. I was like, that's yes. I was like, that's how I am definitely feeling going into 22. I need to, because at this point of my life and everything that I've been learning, I'm not going to accept anything less than that because I know I deserve more. And so, you know, what's crazy that as soon as you start asking for those basic needs mm-hmm. from the people that are the closest to you, one, the easier it will be for you to receive. Mm-hmm. and two the easier way for you to ask the universe for everything else that you want oh snap I never thought of that because you're opening yourself up and you're you're realizing that you need things that you didn't think you needed mm-hmm. yeah exactly. and yeah and then as soon as you have that awareness and that you have that acceptance everything else also starts coming to you mm-hmm. that you didn't think you need yeah so but it's, it's crazy how like Everything works in life. And when you ask for things, how they tend to manifest, because me, for example, I had asked to one of the things that I did for next year was to envision how I wanted like my relationships to go, um, especially my romantic ones. And I how I want my partner to see me for exactly who I am and to have a really honest relationship. Ever since I asked for that, I've been putting really uncomfortable situations where I've had to come up front and truthful about things that I've done mm. that I never wanted to come out the, to light. Um, and I had a lot of resistance towards it. And I'm like, is this life trying to fuck with me? And then I had to like literally t- take myself out of the situation and be like, huh, I literally asked for this <laughs> two days ago, two days That's ago. So and it's funny. like, how is it that um, sometimes, and my whole point is that sometimes we're put like yourself in this really uncomfortable situations with people, but we have literally asked for it. Exactly. One way or another. So I it's know. Like once we're in the situation, it's so uncomfortable. You just want to cry and you want to be angry and you want to disappear. Uh, but then you realize that after you gave it some light, it's like, huh, it wasn't even as bad. And, no, you know, I know. Like, are, I hate it. I remember better. like, after that whole thing happened that day, I was just like, I was like, I fucking hated that. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. 
I was like, that was just so uncomfortable. And I was like, and then like later I was like, you know, but I it needed to happen. Like I was able to see the lesson in that because that's all our triggers are is what they're trying to teach us something. They're trying to teach us what is like, I guess, not, I guess what, it, let's say what's not being filled inside yourself. Where you can work. work yeah, yeah what exactly. needs work and that sort of thing. So like, kind of like you just said, like, I didn't realize I needed that those that affirmation but it makes sense and fun fact where's that for affirmation on my one of my sometimes i feel <clears throat> or i know sometimes i know that the lesson isn't just for you mm. and it sounds like or i feel like your mom had the biggest of the lessons of the year mm. and i noticed that with my mom and i was talking to her about this how the more i change the more our relationship also changes and not because i'm trying to do that on purpose um but it's connecting us in different ways. And she has also mentioned that she can see me getting into things that she was interested in when I, she was my age and how I'm helping her develop new things and like her relationship with her angels. Like she was telling me the other day how like she, I have inspired her to like talk to them again oh, wow. and, and be open again. And yesterday I was telling her, I, I sent you the um, podcast with Sahara Rose about like, um, finding out who your goddesses are, um, who you can work with, who you can be friends or, or your angels. And I was telling my mom about it. And I was like, we, the angels have, they give us the freedom to do whatever we want. They are available. All the angels or the goddesses, all the gods are all available to us. Even angels that we had in past lives. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we have everybody available to us. Um, but they won't interfere or help us if we don't ask for it. Right. And it's better to ask for it when you kind of know who you're asking. So what they were saying, it's they were recommending it's to research, um, to start like really small, researching like who it's the um like the goddess or the dietist. I think it's called dietist. The DTs. The DTs. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> based on your sign, based on like any mythology that you believe in, whether it's Greek, Egyptian, Indian, whatever it is, and read about these people. And if there's anybody or, or any angel or any goddess that you feel um, not attracted to, but you feel like you have certain connections, you can ask them to help you. You can be like, hey, um, and I was thinking about you the other day, and I'll get to that point. Um, so angels and goddesses can come to you even through friends. Or people. Mm -hmm. So, for example, and I don't believe in coincidences. So, for example, um, if you're asking for, like, in, like, let's say your case, if you're asking to be more open, more vulnerable, or whatever, then maybe I came to your life to help you with that. Mm. Or if I'm asking, like, let's say I have, I don't really have a lot of fire in my in my chart. Yeah fire is a sign is the element of action right? i'm a lot of water so i'm a lot of emotion so if i want to embody uh action and fire then life will send me you for example or someone in my life that can help me get that push mm. mm -hmm. and we are the same for other people so my point was that maybe you are also that for your mom mm. and for other people so it's just interesting how like everything works and how we're constantly in little like trials, I feel, in life and little like tests every single day to see where we're at. And the most interesting thing that I learned from that podcast is that we're always trying to ascend mm -hmm. and find out who I was in another life or what it's my spirit, da -da -da, and like all these things. And the best way to ascend is to descend first. So the more grounded you are, the more in your body you are, mm -hmm. the more you're going to find a balance to be able to be in both worlds or in both dimensions because your body can bring you out and call you back. Because if you don't call yourself back, then you're gonna also going to have a problem. <laughs> so one of the things that I personally want to focus on for 2022 because I was thinking about like my goals and everything one is to give my human side way more grace mm. 
mm-hmm. about this journey because I realized this year that I have grown a lot, but I've been, I haven't been too kind with myself because mm. I've seen my ugly parts. I've seen the shadow work and you find things in yourself. Like you said earlier, like you sometimes react and you don't realize it. You do things that you don't agree with, but it isn't until you have the self-awareness that you're like, what the fuck I have been doing? And it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, I shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't react this way. I come out as angry and I don't want to. I want to be light, da-da-da. Like, fuck that shit. For me, next year, like, if I react angry angry to a situation, I'm going to honor that. Come to terms with myself instead of being, why did I react that way? I should have done better. My highest self, da-da-da. Like, I need to keep in mind that I'm also human. Yeah. And I'm doing all this work, but I also want to stay here. Mm-hmm. I want to stay as grounded as I can and, and keep finding out more um, um, esoteric things, mm-hmm. uh, but keeping my feet grounded. Yeah. Because this year, I feel like I didn't have too much of that. <laughs> I was I was too worried, not too worried, but too interested in, in finding out who I was in past lives and and how can I ascend better and how can I do this instead of worrying more about this human life and how can I make my vessel better so that I can ascend and descend accordingly. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way, like honoring your humanness and not being so hard on yourself. Cause I, I mean, we literally just talked about that, how, like, I got mad at myself for how I reacted and how, like, my some of my ego. Because of your ego. And, and you're, like, the first thing that you said, which I have said to myself, I thought I had learned that. But how many times didn't we learn to multiply by nine or by eight in school? And you can ask me now, and I don't, I don't fucking know what eight times whatever is. Eight times eight. That's six, four, whatever, you know? Uh, you're not always, like that's not always on your mind yeah so accepting the fact that yes I have learned this lesson but recognizing how different it is now because before you would have never journal yeah or ever like confronting your mom or or you know that I definitely wouldn't figure out <laughs> figure out what you needed yeah yeah so recon- recognizing that and, and that's something that I really want to work on that yes I have learned certain things but they're not going to they're not going to be the same because I'm not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's definitely something. Oh, it's crazy. It just, mm-hmm. I was trying to think because I knew there was something else. I think it was the, the thing about my dad, how I've noticed he's become a lot more compassionate. But there was, because I, but I'm not sure, because I knew there was two things I wanted to bring up that I noticed. Um, I think, the second one was about like, I guess going back to the podcast, you're talking about how I was talking about angels and everything. And before I started recording, Natalie said how in the podcast, the host Sahara Rose was talking about this woman, Dolores Cannon, that she learned how to We've do. We've mentioned here. <laughs> yeah. So remember that book I talked about that, was, that we were literally flipping out about and geeking out on called uh, The Three Ways of Volunteers and the mm-hmm. New Earth. So the author of this book is that woman, Dolores Cannon, who was a past life regressionist. So she would, you know, take people, uh, she would have them under a trance and like she would speak to their subconscious mind and, you know, past life stuff would come up. Um, and so I thought it was crazy because like Natalie was saying how she was like getting goosebumps because she was like, how are we just like getting all this information, that sort of thing? And I was like, that's literally like a full circle moment because, you know, we found out about this woman through the guy on TikTok and then I got the book and, but here, and then here's Sahara Rose talking about her too. So I just thought that was crazy. But when she said that, I was like, I was like, I swear ever since that book, like I'm just noticing so many different connections. And like, I feel like how I said earlier is true. Like, I feel like the rest of my family is going to change because of me and because of what I'm learning and I'm becoming more open like I've, I've noticed that too. I'm a lot less afraid to be open about certain things more so with my siblings. So my sister, my little sister, we talk about this stuff a lot. And like, she's the one person I'm the most comfortable opening up to about this. And then those two, two friends I've talked about that 
just came into our life like a few months ago. And like, it's, it was like the perfect timing. And I swear it's so crazy. And like, cause I feel fully seen by them and accepted by them. And I know it's just all love between us. And so like, I want more relationships like that. Like I just, I, we just met, but I have so much love for them. And like, I, I'm just so happy to have them in my life now. And that was another thing, I guess. Okay. Going back real quick to like the whole thing with like needing the words of affirmation, it came down to also being seen. I felt like it wasn't being fully seen for who I am. And like, I feel like deep down our, our core, that's what we all want is to be seen Mm -hmm. as, as afraid as we are also to, you know, fully step into the light and be seen. That's one of our most and be loved for who exactly exactly, exactly who we that's are. one of our most basic needs, I think. And so with them, like I feel that, and I've become so much more open with them, and I'm not afraid to like be myself. Um, because two weeks ago, I think, or it was last week, I don't remember, but we celebrated Christmas with them, and we went to eat and went ice skating and everything. And um, at the lunch, uh, we went to. I had already talked with them and my little sister about like this kind of stuff and the book. Hmm. I had only mentioned the book a little bit to the guy because how I said, he's like very open about this kind of stuff. Um, And, but my brother, he's been at college, so he's home now. And I hadn't mentioned any of this to him, but he was with us that day. And so somehow that comes up that topic and we all start talking about it. And like, even my brother was saying like, yeah, I don't think God is like a man or a woman. He was like, it just, he's like, I feel like that they just portray God that way just so that it's easier for us to understand or like for the mm-hmm. human mind and something like that. And I was like, yeah. And cause I even said, cause my little sister was like, yeah, God's not a man. God's a woman. And then she's like, it, it doesn't make sense. She's like, women are the people who are able to bring life into the world. So why would God be a man? And like, mm-hmm. and then that's when my brother was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I honestly just don't think God has a, I think either I said it or he said it. And I was also God like, is I, I don't think God has a gender. I was like, I think God is just energy. Like, it's just, you know, a separate kind of entity. And my and brother was like, yeah. And like, we like talked about that. We like talked about it a little bit. And I brought up the book and I shared a little bit more about the book itself. Because all I had told like the friend, the new friend, the the guy was that about the past life stuff, I think. And, and I, a little bit, but I hadn't talked about much else. So I opened up a little bit more about the book. And I just thought it was so interesting, like, and then even after we started, like, finished that the topic, I was like, wow, I didn't think we we're going to talk about this today. And then they were like, I mean, it's no big deal. Like, you know, we're just like, oh, because like they were saying, like, you're like, you know, we don't really know, you know, at the same time. Yeah, like, said that? Uh, I think the guy and then my brother, he, my brother was like, I really just don't like thinking about it. He's like, because then sometimes I just get like sad or like scared. And it's just like, and he's like, and I just don't want to feel like that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I was like, I, f- I was like, for me, it's brought me a lot more peace. I think ever since I started reading this book and learning about this, about the past life stuff, I brought that up. And my brother was kind of like, like, I can't tell by his face. He was like, mm. like I think I made him uncomfortable. And, um, and so then the, the other, the 15 year old guy, the friend, he was like, um, he's like he's like yeah but at the same time he's like you know we don't really even know he's like you know like you know there's this book and like he's like but we don't even know if that any of this is actually true and i was like you know you're right i was like yeah true but there's some things that i like to believe because i feel it that you come with that knowledge yeah no yeah and i feel like there's just like this sense of feeling truth in your body too yeah so just like yes so yeah sure on one level we can question it and be like you know what at the same time we don't 100% know but there's also that piece of me I feel like as we were talking about I was like I feel like I know that this is truth like I know I I know I know that's true right so when people tell me their doubts I don't I respect their opinion mm -hmm. but I know what I know yeah yeah so and and I've known this since I was like a baby like even my mom told me she was like you you knew like you came like the way that you were stare at people when you were a baby like like she has a friend that till this day she told me that was like three months old and she's like you stood there just staring at me she's like I felt like your soul knew me and I was obviously I don't fucking remember but my mom was like you you've always been that way that's crazy mm-hmm. so you have been like I told you that of the um I did a numerology thing mm-hmm. and the lady told me she was like you have this I forgot which number it is but she was like 
you came in with a lot of knowledge. Like you have, you know, things that you don't even know how you know them, but you know that from other lives Damn. and they come naturally to you. I'm like, I feel that. That's so that's cool. how, that's how I know. That's crazy. No. Yeah. I kind of want to do that regression. Um, I do too, but, thing, but I'm, I'm not going to rush into it. Like, I feel like it, the time will come when I guess I'm ready for that. I feel like right now, like I'm still kind of like, yeah, kind of scared. Kind of don't want to do it. That- I want to add that I heard, and this is the third time I hear this, and now I know that it's not a coincidence. So we choose the place that we're born. We choose the year. We choose pretty much everything. Um, and oh my gosh, okay, I have something to say. One, one of the things that we chose it's the age of the internet, like technology, right? So we, I, I don't want to say we, me. I used to think that oh, because on Google maybe it's not right or you know, maybe this is like week from Wikipedia. It can't be right, et cetera, et cetera. So this is the third time I hear from podcasts and reading it that since we chose, I'm getting goosebumps. Since we chose everything, the information that we do get, it's meant for us. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like you and I could have the same horoscope, but the message will be different. So they were saying like, when you research like God is or like whatever it is that you're researching, Go with that feeling. If you're reading something and it resonates, then the message is for you. It doesn't matter if anybody else believes it. It doesn't matter if it's a spam email. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. If you get the information, what's for you to receive it and for you to see it? Um, So like with the book and with Dolores Cannon and me hearing this name so many times, I'm like, this is not a fucking coincidence. Yeah. Like, like this is ha- this is happening because it had to happen and well, because it's available it's a it's available to us mm-hmm. so like even if you're listening to this podcast and you're like what the fuck are these girls talking about you're listening to this because your soul is asking for this information like yeah it's not just us like hey so no like everybody listens reads and pays attention to what they need to mm-hmm what were you gonna say <laughs> so like how you said that we choose everything I just realized like and it's so crazy the the hospital where I was born the number on the address seven 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 that's crazy and I was gonna tell you because when I like realized I was like holy shit I was like that's fucking nuts mm-hmm. like that that's, that's the crazy. number yeah that's crazy so they were saying in the podcast too like you choose She's like, pay attention to where you chose to be born. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I feel like I'm very close to like herbs and, and like this indigenous people and like doing things like very like back in the day-ish. Like I have a zero kid, but I have always none that I want like a water birth. I want to do everything like hopefully I can. Um, very natural, like back in the day kind of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh and now that I was after the podcast, I was like, hmm, I was born in the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. where the indigenous people were like very um, predominantly whatever. Um, it was one of the first islands I would discover, the Hispaniola. Wow. And I'm like, I wonder, not I wonder because now I know. I just need to like really dig in and say why I was, why did I choose that? Like, mm-hmm. what can I, what can I find there that can help me now? And like, even with my trip to Mexico and I was telling mommy that sometimes you feel like you need to go to a place because the message is there and you can only get that message there. So when I left to Mexico, my mom was the one that was telling me like, oh, you should try Mexico. You should try Mexico. And she came over to visit me for like three weeks and her whole aura changed. Her whole freak going see, like everything changed. Of your mom? And I told, yeah. And I told her, yes, I was like, I wonder if you manifested going to Mexico through me because mm. that was the only way that she was going to be able to stay there for that long she was there for three weeks yeah and then she came back um and she's like I think so because something came when I was in Puerto Rico she was like something came to me and told me to tell you go to Mexico and in Mexico I also felt really close to like their culture and the way that they do oh, things yeah. they're very I remember. spiritual uh, my whole life you were like so like happy there like I could so just tell. happy yeah so I think like my soul it does one of my places mm-hmm. 
So my whole point is like, if you are, you're having like a calling of going to a place or calling a friend, like anything, even if it's scary, do it. Because sometimes this, like the scary parts can also help you heal your soul. So Sahara was saying that she's really scared of deserts, mm-hmm. of the desert and cold because when she did the Lord's Canon regression thing, she went to a few past lives and she died a few times from like in the desert from being really cold by herself That's so or she was like stabbed. So she's afraid of needles. And so she was like, sometimes you're going to have, she was like, I don't ever go to the desert. Like, I don't, I can't. She's like, but sometimes you're cold to, to go to those places or do those things so that you can heal that part of yourself or to heal that little trauma. <clears throat> wow. This is so mind blown. That is- I just love it. I just, I get, I geek out on this. Um, but I kind of want to talk real quick on, or just, you know, um, share what goals we have for oh, yeah. since oh my gosh, our yeah. last episode. I won't be able to talk um, about this like fully the workshop I did the vision workshop I did because I also gotta go um but yeah we can do it so yes, I go. <laughs> okay so goals for uh, 2022 um so what came up for me so I did a vision ascension workshop with Sam on Sunday who so Sam is the woman who created pause um and so it was a three-hour workshop and it it honestly didn't even feel that long it was, mm-hmm. it was so good. And she talked about like how the way you bring all that you want into your life, like, in a so it can manifest is you have to embody the energy of already mm-hmm. having that thing. And so it was so interesting. Cause when we did the like the vision portion, she like led us through kind of like the, the, I guess, meditation of it. Um, the first thing she said was like, it's December, 2022 and everything you want already happened. Like it's already like it's you're like living in that month. That's how I did my vision. Looking back on everything that already happened. And oh my gosh, the way I just felt my entire body, like I had never felt this so deeply. My entire body, like I felt like my heart was like super like open and expanded. Mm -hmm. I just felt like the most expansive, like I've ever felt in myself. I was my body was shaking. Like my hands, especially and arms, were vibrating. And I could, I felt like I could really just feel everything. And what came up was like she had us write like a mantra for ourselves. And it was like, this year I declare. And so what what came up for me was this year I declare that I will experience the most expansive, prosperous, um, fulfilling, and heart-centered year of my life yet. And I really felt that like the energy I felt more than anything was expansiveness and love and just like joy. Like I just, I I can't explain words can explain what I felt. It was crazy. Um, And like, we, we talked a little bit after and a lot of people said that like, like numbers didn't come up for them. Like, let's say like they had a revenue goal or certain number of clients or something like that. They were like, none of that came up. And that was the same for me. Like I, I was seeing pictures of what I wanted, but not once did like, oh, this is how much money I made came up or anything. Same. It was more mm-hmm. so what I felt. And mm-hmm. so she was like, you know, just focus on embodying that energy every day. And, you know, she's like, that doesn't mean you're not going to have the breakdowns and you're not going to have those emotional like moments. She was like, you have to feel that too. But at the same, like, once you can go through that, come back to that energy of what it is you want. And like, it was so cool. It was so good. So mm-hmm. for me, that's my goal to experience the most expansive, prosperous, fulfilling and heart centered year of my life, like to focus on those things more than anything. Um, I love that. So, yeah. Mine, I wrote down that I want to experience peace throughout the whole entire year. Um, I want to be less afraid of asking for what I want and what I need. So more courage. Um, I ask for clarity in my relationships. So in like self-acceptance, so I can show up exactly as I am mm. and I can receive the same. Yeah. Uh, I ask for, not ask, I put down exactly how I'm feeling after the retreat, after our retreat. Um, and I felt really like, like you said, expansive, very happy. Yeah. 
in full field mm-hmm. um what else did i what else are my goals i want to be more grounded that's that's one of my goals like i feel like this year was a lot of like in the in the air for me very like in my space mm-hmm. i want to be more grounded like fully grounded so that i can ascend better yeah um and I one of the main things is that I want to do things that bring me joy I really want to have like clear boundaries and not do anything that I doesn't feel like a full yes to me Mm -hmm. same that is definitely one of my goals like I just want to be a hundred percent happy not even a hundred percent it could be 90 percent with like my decisions and and everything that I do Mm -hmm. that is one of my goals and I'm so happy that we're not it's not like, oh, I just want to make $10,000 every month or whatever. It's more like, this is how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. And however that comes, I know I'm going to be happy because it, feeling that's, at peace, yeah. is, it's one of the things that I really want. Exactly. And that's what Sam said. She was like, you know, I love at the beginning, she said, every business strategy works. She's like, because it doesn't matter what you do. She's like, it, all, all that matters is the energy involved with mm-hmm. what you're doing with your business I guess so I was like wow I love that and I mean and I want to be the healthiest possible the healthiest version of myself yeah I love that that's what I want what do you want to leave our listeners with for our last episode of the year oh damn that puts even more pressure on it I, I know like- I was thinking about that I was like wow I just literally put her on their spot like I always put you in the spot but this is yeah really this time is like really it's like oh last one of the year what I want to say um I go first if you want me to no, I'm good. I, it, it already, it came. Here we have it. Yeah. Um, I, this is what's coming up. So this is what I'm going to say. I'm just trusting it. And it's just to be open to the lessons. Be open to the lessons of your life, even when it's uncomfortable. And even when, you know, you might hate that it's even happening, like how it came up for me this past week, because it's for your own ascension, for your own growth and showing you what needs more love you know and what ways do you need to meet yourself with more love um mm-hmm. and that's what they always show you so that's what I'll leave you with for you know if you it be your intention for the rest of this year or if that's what you want to go into next year with just to be open to the lessons and to your own growth um because I promise you you will be grateful that you did so I love that mine would be set realistic goals for yourself and by realistic I mean like sit down with yourself and ask yourself would this truly make me happy and do I want and why do I want this so it's very easy to ask like oh I just want to I just want to win the lotto I want to make this amount of money ask yourself why what is that going to do to me is it going to make me happy how is that going to make me happy if you ask for I don't know a partner a new partner or whatever it is why what is that you want and once you get very clear on that it's easier to go after that goal if you want to lose weight instead of saying I want to lose 30 pounds how do you want to feel focus on 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 the feeling is it is it that you want to feel lighter in general is it that you want to feel more confident is it that you want to feel sexier so when you go through your goals Focus on the feelings on how is it that you want to feel this year rather than how you want how you want it to look or the perception that you have of yourself. If you feel like you, you losing 30 pounds is just gonna make you happy, then ask yourself why. What is it about that? And that way you could give yourself a little bit more grace. And when things do come, you're gonna appreciate it a lot more. Because if you do um, win the lot or if you do lose the 30 pounds, ask yourself then what now? So focus on the feeling. Focus on making sure that it is what you truly, truly want. Not just because other people have it. Not because other you've seen other people doing it. Think about you first and put yourself first. Fill up your cup. It's, it's going to be 2022. Make sure that your cup is full Absolutely. before you give it to anybody else. Yeah, that is my advice for next year. I love that. I'm excited. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like 2022 is gonna be like amazing. So 
September, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> more growth, more happiness. Thank you guys for listening to us. Thank you for yeah. your loyalty the past 365 days. Yeah. Um, thank you for growing with us. Yeah. We appreciate you. We love doing these episodes and we we just hope that it's brought a lot, you know, of joy into your life. <laughs> so I guys see you next year. Bye.